Hi, everybody. Mike Shope, Adam Crotworth. Another episode of the Deep End Dynasty style is going to start, or actually, I guess, has just started because here I am talking. Uh, shirts are the Deep End. I mean, that's sharp. You got your, <laughs> you your own shirts. The hat, by the way. Don't sleep on the hat. That was my yearbook <laughs> quote. So are we going to tell people how to buy this stuff? I mean, there's there's got to be some interest, right? M mild to modest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting to get my all my gear in, and then I'm gonna post stuff, and you know, I'm gonna buy them and make my grandma wear them all over town. So we're right. we're gonna we're gonna go crazy. Great time of year for dynasty players. Glad to have you with us. We'll talk, of course, rookie draft strategy tonight. A couple prickly situations around the NFL. What to do with the 101 in rookie drafts, and we're gonna spin the wheel tonight. And has spinning the wheel ever not been fun in life? You get a chance to spin the wheel. Only good things can happen. Uh, we'll test that anyway. Mike and Adam here. Welcome to the deep end. Baylor on display tonight. I see that. My wife's alma mater, so I call it my alma mater-in-law. And we have some Baylor pride in this house. I've still never been there. but Really? Uh, yeah. It's bad, right? I mean, we've been married almost 18 years. It's bad that I haven't been to Baylor. I mean, it's not like their sports teams aren't interesting. I mean, I've been to Baylor, Mike. What, what, what the heck? You have. So was that on that Dallas trip last year? Yeah, we drove into um... – uh, we went to see Joanna Gaines's place. My wife's a big uh, fan of in, in Waco there. I forget what, what that is. What's the chip and Joanna Gaines. They have their whole compound over there. So yeah. Spent the day there. Saw Baylor. The, the stadium's like gorgeous right off the expressway, like sits really down into the ground there. Uh, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, she's a proud alum and she was a, a good tennis player for Baylor. She was the Big 12 Student Athlete of the Year one year. That's pretty good. Sure. So, uh, Holy cow. What I have is this Robert Griffin III helmet that she had nothing to do with acquiring, but <laughs> we've always liked him. Okay. Um, busy week, right? I had a dynasty slow draft, the rookie draft, I mean, start on Sunday morning right after the NFL draft was over. Another one. Tomorrow morning and then Saturday for the FFPC, and you're into some of that, I think. Yes, I'm. I'm into some of that. Some, I think I've got maybe six or seven dynasties over there. Um, I don't know. I have to look. I know. I know. I have the 102 in one of them. I just traded. Well, maybe we could talk about this tonight. But I just traded away the 107. Um, and uh, but I don't think I have many first round picks this year because I heard they weren't going to be very good. And I generally. I'm not the guy that has first round picks in these rookie drafts. Right. And you can't feel bad about that, uh, that plan considering what the draft looks like now that we're into it. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. So actually um, one of the, I did this trade, this might've been the draft sharks, the draft sharks dynasty league. I'm in, I traded away the one Oh seven this year for, uh, Gabe Davis and two fourth round picks. I know the fourth round picks don't mean anything, but they might, um, they might, they might, uh, they might, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, I really, you know, Gabe Davis, stock rose after the draft. And I just, I know he's, you know, he's a locked in at least, at least good player in a good, really good offense, uh, with a really, with, I think the best quarterback for at least the next two years, I think. Right. Am I, am I wrong on that? This is, he's not a free agent after this year. Correct. Correct. Okay. So I got at least two more years out of Gabe Davis in, in the bills uh, lineup. And I think the bills really love him and I think he's going to get better. So I really like that because we'll talk about it tonight, but who the heck is the one is the pick at one Oh seven. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Well, let's get right into it. So rookie draft strategy. I mean, maybe everybody who has, who is watching tonight or listening tonight is not only into rookie drafts, but like right now, I mean, this is, this is when they start, you know, usually I am in enough leagues now where I appreciate the fact that they are somewhat staggered. The league of shopes and dreams, this trophy, we draft 
on the second Saturday of June. And that's good because now doing all these other ones like the FFPC that start right away, which is good too. I think you want it because by if you're done by Memorial Day, maybe you'd sort of miss it, you know, and we're we're kind of addicts. So <laughs> the, the first strategy point I think already has been made, which I would say is you you decided a year ago or maybe even more that you're already somebody who wants to play to win. You're, you're willing to trade first round picks. You know, I know guys like you and I, I, I respect it because I think a lot of us sort of are we clutch to our picks, you know, like I can't risk trading away a first round pick who knows what might be possible. And, you know, it feels like plus EV to be the other way, which is because there's an emotional attachment we have, or I feel that way to pick sometimes they're hard to let go of. And, and here you are trading those picks away, not only with that mentality, but a year ahead. And I think a lot of people maybe in it right now, Adam are finding out that there's not, it's not easy to trade those, those picks right now, even one oh one, maybe especially one oh one. Yeah, this year's a uh, very super interesting year. I mean, especially in Superflex, there's just man after the 101 it, it, in the consensus. The 101 is Brees Hall, even in Superflex, and after that, it's a mess. And so I think if you're willing to just kind of and the NFL is kind of going this way now too. Like we, we saw more trades this year, which was amazing because I I went on record last week or was I? I, don't know, I was at draft sharks uh at the, the compound there watching the, the 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 draft night and i came out and said this is before the draft started this is gonna be the worst draft in a decade as far as just talent and what's gonna end up coming out of it now it was the be- it was one of the best drafts to ever watch because it was just constant movement um but i think nfl teams are getting it they're like listen why i mean look what sean mcveigh did with the rams like Maybe he's just throwing, throws his hands up. Like, I don't know if they're going to be good. Nobody knows. So let me go get superstar players for these, for, for, for these draft picks, you know, Jalen Ramsey and Odell Beckham and all, all the, you know, it's like, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's go get these guys. So um, I think he packaged some picks with golf to get Stafford. So, oh yeah. Um, I mean, sure. So I, I, I like kind of taking that. And I've kind of been doing that in dynasty anyways. Cause it's like, you know, I don't know who's going to be good. I mean, I, I think I know, and I, but I know Gabe Davis is at least good. So, you know, that's just an example because I just made that trade. But yeah, I, I, I think you should be trading your rookie picks for proven. If you have a chance to trade a rookie pick for a proven player uh, and you think it's comparable, definitely do it. I think, if I may, in your you, example, you may. you may, you have to have a pretty high opinion of Davis to make that particular trade. I mean, sure. the fourth round picks, I still would say, aren't nothing, but he's only somewhat proven. We don't know yet what the Bills want from him this year. I think he'll be on the field a lot more often than he's been, but they didn't give him that sort of confidence last year. And so 107, it could be Chris Olave. And who knows how that'll look down the road. One, I want to wait on this a little bit because I don't think it's the top of the draft, but as I think everyone is saying, one sort of challenging aspect of this first round this year is that you have all these receivers that a lot of people like, but they did not land on like the perfect teams. You had the Packers and the Chiefs drafting in the first round and neither picked a receiver with their two. I mean, picking twice even in the first round, the way it lined up and neither did that. And then Buffalo also went defense. Like those were your prime situation. Cincinnati was not going to draft a wide receiver. Anyway, we all know it. Those guys in the middle of the first round did not go to the, the best teams. In fact, in my case, I mean, I don't, I don't uh, crush film. I'm like Scott Connor, who was on a couple of weeks ago. I let other people do that work. Yeah. But what the computer spat out to, to my satisfaction this year was that uh, Burks and London of those five, six guys, they were like my least favorite. I, I, I wanted them I wanted the other guys if I had to choose to go to the better landing spots and as it yes. happened they went to the best too Burks yep. to Tennessee with that investment I mean maybe there's an argument for him at the very top at least an argument and then London also so um we'll we'll break that down a little bit more let's let's focus here Adam next on Hall versus Kenneth Walker at the yep. top I'll, I'll I'll give you my hot take do it you, you and I sort of got into Michael Carter 
when we drafted the 1K startup with Billy Muzio at FFWC, we uh, we drafted Michael Carter. You know, the whole point was you have to dodge this <laughs> with him. Right. You, try to, you try to guess <laughs> at whether the Jets or any other team, what are their motives and their plans. And for me, there was one, only one concern with the Jets, other than the fact that they're not exactly the most competent team. But I think Michael Carter is good. He was some amount of an investment in the draft. And I wanted to think they would give him the role. The problem, I think, was they had too many picks. Yes. And so you have two early firsts. Then you can afford the trade up for the third guy in Jermaine Johnson. And they're still sitting there at the top of the second round. I think that this is what sports teams do in that moment. And maybe a lot of fantasy players, they go, well, what else is out there? You know, like we're sort of done. Now, I don't mean that so literally. The Jets were not sitting in that room saying we're done. I mean, they're the Jets besides. But <laughs> running back was there. Hall was probably considered value. These guys, this was a big point this year. These guys like to talk about how many first round grades they have. I yeah. mean, Brees Hall would have been a first round grade to a lot of teams. So it happened. But my my flag in the ground is that that Carter is good. And they he's young enough where I think they would still want him to play a role. He's not going to be inactive. And they won't be able to trade him if they wanted to, because he's just like, he's a running back now it's over. I think he's, I think he's got a uniform. I don't think he's just a backup. I think he plays on third down and that makes me want to pick Walker instead of Paul. There you go. Um, Yeah, I don't, I'm, I know, is this, are we, are we talking rookie drafts? Rookie drafts. Yeah. Walker is in a crowded situation, more crowded than Hall, but I think it's perfectly possible that he's the player hall is or more i think that's close to a coin flip from everything i've taken in and i think seattle will want to get to him by next year depends a little bit on what kind of team you have but i just don't expect hall to be an every down back really and so do with that what you want if you have a rebuilding team you can draft him or you can draft walker using the same logic but um i don't expect a big year from him that's what i'm saying so if you have the 101, are you are you are you trading back? Because you're not you're you're doing everything you can to trade back then, right? Because you're not gonna tra- you're not taking Walker 101, are, are you? Well, that's that's right. And I did actually get to a trade yesterday, and I promised Matt from the league we're in together that I would bring. I wanted. I told him I wanted to bring this up because you know I wasn't in a big hurry to talk about it in here last week because I still had to figure it out. You want to wait until? Well, you don't have to do this. I wanted to wait until the last minute. The draft starts tomorrow to give myself as much chance as possible to get the right offer. And he was eager for that pick. He was the one guy in this league who was eager for this pick. So last night he came in with 113. It's a 14 team league. 113, pretty big drop. A two next year, which I think is good for me. Like that's something I care about. And Michael Thomas. Oh. For the for for what the one hundred one for the one hundred one oh wow uh yeah for sure if you want it's been done even tonight feel free to rip that trade <laughs> even tonight uh no I like do you have to start th- three receivers three receivers I mean I, I could tell you the lineup and you know make you weak <laughs> make it weak. yeah of course of course uh Russell Wilson Trey Lance Davis Mills super, super flex. flex super okay. flex. Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, Kareem Hunt, Madison. What was I oh, going to do with yeah. Brees Hall? He wasn't even going to start week one. That's Rece- right. Receivers are Cup, Adams, Lamb, Thielen, oh Devontae Smith, tight end is Pitts. And you have the 101? Yeah. Sensational. Yeah, no, because you're winning that. I made that move last year. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I think I mean we could talk about Michael Thomas later, but yeah, no, I like that. You're trading to uh, – you're winning, getting the win now, making your receivers better with Michael Thomas. You're also getting picks for this year and next year. I like it. Um, but Brees Hall – I do like Brees Hall better than Kenneth Walker from a talent perspective. And I think maybe from a location – like I think what separates Brees Hall from every running back in the class is his receiving ability. Now, I'm not saying he's the best receiving back. Like I think that might be J- James Cook. But Brees Hall's running – and is, you know, he's only, he's only 20 years old. He's, you know, perfect size, 5'11", 217. Like, 
really, really good uh, traits there. So I think I like Brees Hall overall better. And I just, and I can, and I'm a, right on board with you with the, they had all these picks to burn. And so they just like, Hey, let's take the best running back available because you know, our best running back right now, we took in the fourth round last year and Michael Carter. So, but I do think there, my fear is that, and and this is for dynasty and for redraft with taking Brees Hall. My fear is they're going to keep maybe Michael Carter as the pass catching back, which would make sense. I mean, again, there's there are very few running backs in the, in the league that have a backfield all to themselves. So the thought that like, you know, Robert Salo comes from and the old coordinator who comes from the San Francisco 49ers where they use multiple backs and then they've got a rookie back here. Uh, you know, I can't see them just letting him do everything. So right. Um, the problem with Walker is, you know, here, here's the thing. This could all change in two months. I mean, we're talking Chris Carson. Is he even going to play? We're talking Rashad Penny. The guy gets hurt in game all the time. I mean, they got, you know, he had a, he had a, a run of six weeks last year and that's it for his short career. So Kenny Walker week three could be the back in an offense with no quarterback that, that is obsessed with running the football. So um, I, I'm not going to argue against Kenny, Kenny Walker, but um, I think long-term, I think Brees Hall is probably the, the guy. You don't want to have to pick anybody, but Hall at one Oh one, even in Superflex, everybody says that like, you don't want to have to do that. So if you're doing your work, you you want to you're trying to make trades and get to a better position. Yes. The problem you have now is the guys at four, five, six, seven don't want the 101 unless they are really poor at running back. And that's when I think we were talking about this a month ago. Like that's when you can make you can measure that before the draft. And right. one one reason to have done that before the draft was there were not obviously good landing spots for these guys who were the teams Atlanta maybe but Patterson is there and they've signed him back Miami but they have Mostert and Edmonds like Buffalo was kind of I thought by default the team that people like the most for Hall because you know what what, what do they need right so there was never the reason to trade the pick if you could it's just you know to be honest and I don't think this is the crowd that's watching this show, but in a lot of dynasty leagues, everybody's asleep in March. You know, there's not right. trade action in every league in March. But what would have been best if you hadn't gotten out of that pick by the end of last season? This process starts to play out, free agency. I think the move was, yeah, I can buy that Brees Hall is a great prospect. People are all saying that, or even Walker, but... I don't know who drafts him or I'm happy. Right. Yeah. And I think, again, a lot's going to change even this year for their dynasty. Like Kenneth Walker's a really good running back. Oh, he doesn't block. He, he, he maybe we don't know if he can catch yet. Like he's in Seattle where they don't really ask their running backs to, to catch. And maybe them taking Kenneth Walker said something about their backfield. Like they know more than we do. Maybe Chris Carson's toast. Maybe they're super nervous about Rashad Penny and Rashad Penny is also injured. Like, you know what I mean? So we're all assuming, oh, they're going to have three running backs there or, or, or maybe even, oh, okay. Chris Carson is probably the odd man out, but like maybe Kenneth Walker goes in as the number one back. Cause they know more about the backfield than we do right now. So yeah, I mean, I, in a rookie draft, I'm game with anything anybody wants to do as long as it makes sense. Like don't take Kenneth Walker one overall trade back. Um, I think he's probably, I mean, where, where do you think he's going, going to go? Um, like not two or three. running to, two, you or think three. He's gonna go two, two or three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to pick him. in my opinion, you don't want to pick him at one because Hall is the better play. Right. But if you liked him at one, which I kind of do, then you want to get out of there. And if, if it's, if you can find somebody that's really into Brees Hall, if you're kind of jet fan or a Michael Carter hater, if those exist, like then maybe you, you can figure that out. But, Everyone's um, got haters. I mean, I have haters. I know. He, what has he, he done? Imagine that. What has he done to anybody? <laughs> What's he ever done? Oh my God. Um, and, and here's the, the last thing too about that is even if you can't, if you're nervous, oh, I can't go back any further than three. Cause I really think 
I'm going to miss out on Kenneth Walker. Take Brees Hall and then trade him, figure out who gets cart. Like if you can't make a trade that makes sense with two or three, take Brees Hall and then trade him to the Kenneth Walker owner. Yeah. Uh, Cause they would probably do it. Worst case scenario. You just do it straight up. If you can't figure out some, so something else, if you really like Walker better, and I'm sure they would be happy to, to do that. Listen, right. I mean, whether you do that or it is May 5th, four months from tonight, the season will still not have started. Somebody right. gets hurt. You know, <laughs> oh, if, so if, if you just, I, I know, I'm sorry. That, that's a, a terrible <laughs> thing to say, but if, if you, but we will uh, be in be leaving for Vegas on the sixth. Let's go. So four months from tonight is kind of like exciting, but yeah, you just sort of keep it in your mind. I don't really want to buy into this. You see how the summer plays out, what they're saying about the Jets, what the right reporters are saying, the, the ones who might know, and then um, be willing to get out. If somebody big goes down and they're playing to win, okay, Brees Hall. And then you have yeah. next year's picks, which that team should feel like they have to give up. Yeah, for sure. I, okay. I, I, I like it. Receiver-wise, I don't know that there's much to say here before we get into the, the next – you know, Chiron, but Olave, Wilson, Jamison Williams, London, Burks, Dotson, Watson, Skymore, do what you think is right. You know, just, <laughs> I think if you have enough teams, you just get each of them, you know, sort of, you just do it that way. But there's, that's seven guys. If you take the, or eight, if you take the top four and then Burks, I think Burks almost needs to come in above Dotson. Do whatever you want. I mean, just get a share. If you don't have that many teams or whatever, just just shoot your shot. I think. Yeah, instincts. You know, you know what I mean. I mean it's, <laughs> it's just a guy. And let me listen. A guy that I love. Well, Sky Moore. We talked about him the other the other day. But a guy, another guy, Pickens. Man, I'm for Dynasty. I just think if he can, he he went to the perfect team. You know, people want to you know, want to rip on, you know, the Steelers and, and Tomlin. He never really, you know, he's always has great teams. And he never would. Listen, he kept Le'Veon, but we, nobody knew that Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown were lunatics. Nobody knew, you know, he, he was, he, you know, so Pickens went to the right. Now we know Pickens is a little crazy. We already know that, but he went to the right coach. He went to the right coach. And I think uh, I th- if Pickens was, is, was going to make it, I think the Steelers were the good, and the Steelers always pick good, good receivers. They uh, they always do. So Pickens is a guy that I really want. I was like, oh, I'm going to steal George Pickens, and I'm looking like, oh, my God, he's, he's you know, rookie draft pick. He's at like 107, 108. I'm like, are you kidding Oof, me? That's you can't even, you can't, he's ahead of John Dodson, Sky Moore. I mean, Christian Where would Brown. you rank him? Among receivers. That's where I would rank him. I, I would rank him wide receiver five or six, but I don't want to take him there. <laughs> I want to take him a little bit further for further down, you know, eight, eight ADP, but that's this year's draft. There's just not, there's, there's no, the thing that killed it is with, especially because most, most of these dynasty leagues are super flex. The quarterbacks stink. Like you're not going to, nobody wants any of these quarterbacks. The NFL didn't even want these quarterbacks. The Steelers probably didn't even, the Steelers could have waited the second round and got whatever quarterback they wanted. Like, you yeah. Uh, it, that's that's what throws a wrench in everything is when nobody, the NFL or dynasty players, want any of these Q- QBs. I think there's a there's a point here about how good your team is, because yeah. if you go through that list, how many of those receivers, quarterbacks, are the same next year? Drake London, Atlanta, no idea. No, probably not. Garrett Wilson, Jets, same. Yeah, no idea. Could be anybody. Detroit, Goff, probably someone else. Yeah, Washington, Dotson, Wentz, probably someone else. Pickens Saints. too. Eventually, you get to him. Sky Moore is probably not one of these. Saints with Olave next year. I mean, the odds are kind of like 50-50 or better that every one of those teams is a different quarterback week one twenty three than week one twenty two. I know. So trust the player. Olave could have been the first receiver picked. London was Atlanta's guy, first receiver picked. Jamison Williams, torn ACL, or else first receiver picked. Garrett Wilson, easily. He was like the favorite to be the first receiver pick. You get four guys right there. And then Burks, you know, even Tennessee is maybe 50-50 or better to have a new quarterback in 2023. Trust the player. If you can 
put up with one year where they're not going to start for you. Okay. If you can't, then you can flip them. Those trades are easy to make. I mean, a trade you, you draft, who do you want to use for this example? You draft Garrett Wilson and the jets are bad again. And Wilson, Zach Wilson just can't do it. Right. It's so easy to move. He's Devonte Smith, at least from last year where like, okay, well, I'll take whatever. I want to win this year. I'll take, come on. Um, it's probably, you just take that running back. You take, you take Camara if he's smashing or you take right who in that trade. Like, that's an easy trade to make. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't get stuck with wide receiver eight or nine where they do not have the same cachet. And that trade is not as easy to make. And you still have the quarterback problem in terms of pickings. I'm with you on like what his upside is. It's huge. And the Steelers record, it, it's you're right about that too. But um, I mean, I don't know. Haven't the Steelers sort of gotten away with a lot of bad choices? What do you mean? As far as like draft picks or is just, I mean, Najee yeah. Harris. Yeah. And then Roethlisberger plays, they made the playoffs, but it was such a fluke. They, they sort of, it sort of reinforces, yeah. yeah, like reinforces that they think they know what they're doing. It's a super easy team to bet against. It was last year too, and they they beat you. I say double down against Pittsburgh. I mean, I don't believe in any of that. Pickett, really? Yeah, I can't believe that. Uh, I was listening to you guys today. I can't believe the the Bengals are two or three in their division based Third on favorite. Vegas. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they're that's interesting. That's interesting. Baltimore trades away their their best receiver maybe and yep. uh is the favorite there wild but they had a Cleveland Cleveland is the favorite oh Cleveland that's right and then Baltimore who everybody that bets and shapes so that's loves. interesting so that's kind of off the rails here but Vegas knows more than the rest of us are they are, do they is Watson playing the whole year is that is that what they're thinking that was I think the logical question um, that maybe somebody knows his suspension will still not will not be that long. He was never charged with a crime. Yeah. So maybe they the NFL lays low in the summer and sneaks in on a Friday that uh, he gets three or four games. You know, something like that. Yeah. Sky Moore, Jameson Williams, me Williams. That's what we were just talking about. Much higher grade prospect. Uh, but if you want to win this year, it's more just try to get something for the choice. Yeah, I mean, in Dynasty, a lot of like big – this is such an interesting – a lot of big-time Dynasty guys are, are – are will value Jamison Williams because of the talent of the player and because of, you know, the draft stock, the draft capital – but Jamison Williams is coming off an injury. Now, if this is for Dynasty, I'm assuming it is, obviously. I, I, I do say Jamison Williams because even if he sits out the year with it with, with the injury, which he might, because he didn't look he didn't look very happy uh to be drafted to go, go go to Detroit. He might pull a you know a Michael Thomas make, you know what? I'm just gonna go get myself healthy. <laughs> ETN. Um, ETN at the end of the season was like, well, that was a good year to miss. That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> he might he might do that, but I'm telling you. This year, I'm willing to bet, and I I do it. I take Sky. I would Sky Moore's going to outscore Jameson Williams this year because I don't think Williams is. He'll probably start on the pop, even if he does. I just think Sky Moore's going to have a, ma- a massive, massive year. But you should just take Jameson Williams first because you can trade him for more, uh, not Sky Moore, but you can trade him for more than what you can get for Sky Moore. But if Moore smashes year one with uh, with Patrick Mahomes, then 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 look out. I think there is a fair chance, though, that Williams plays week one. I mean, he doesn't have to miss time. I know Sigmund Bloom was writing, uh, and who doesn't love him, that no fantasy value this year. I read that in his post-draft Bloom 100. But I don't know. Like, everybody's had a schedule, right? Like, Yes. It's it's possible. We saw Akers off an Achilles. It's possible that Williams does contribute. The issue there is also, like, what are the Lions? Very interesting team. Like, I, I've never liked the Lions. They ruin arguably the best holiday every year. They ruin it. Like, <laughs> you want to watch football, and then you want to eat and just sort of enjoy your day, and you just can't. And that's that's decades. They have one playoff win since 1951. 
is is Thanksgiving the Calvin Johnson of holidays? Is that they just ruin it all? They ruin Calvin Johnson. They ruin Thanksgiving. They ruin Matt Stafford. They are kind of interesting right now. That skill group is really is it's pretty hot. It's good. It's, it's good. A chance for golf to sort of reinvent his career. It's happened. You know, he doesn't have to be completely. He's got an opportunity there. They did not draft his replacement. And who doesn't love every one of those guys? Swift. Not every. Not every analyst feels like he's great but he's good enough he catches the ball and he's a high investment of theirs high enough fine St. Brown crushed it with no one else on the field Hawkinson's early first round and is good Shark is 25 bad injury luck the Jacksonville plague fiasco yeah good and Jameson Williams is wide receiver one easily without the injury yeah so come on, like they might be, they might be, uh, you might be a little bit impressed. Yeah, no, I, I listen, they're, they're, and I haven't done, we were going to, I was going to do this the other day. Maybe we do a, maybe one day we do a skill guy, take out the quarterback. We do a skill guys draft, just each team. Where would we rank their skill guys outside of quarterback? Cause they're, they're, they're up there, you know, to have that elite tight end, to have that really good running back. I mean, and people are, I mean, I love DJ Chark. So that's like, that's my, the people are kind of sleeping on on him. He's still young. He's, I think he's he's very 20, talented. Twenty five. Yeah. You yeah. You brought up all the, all the other points. All right. So one more rookie draft strategy thing is super flex league. You, you expect like think think of last year and where the quarterbacks went in your super flex rookie draft last year. Lawrence won. Wilson or not Wilson. Wilson went two in the real draft, but Fields and Lance two and three. Then Wilson, then Mac Jones, end of the first round, maybe, you know, uh, Mills. Like, the point is, that was a great year. This is the opposite, where the NFL itself, with all the recognition that we all have on how important the position is, I mean, never more so when you look at the, the top teams in the league and what they look like at quarterback, what are you supposed to do? The My cautionary tale on this is Justin Herbert, because – Two years ago, lots of people were very down on Justin Herbert. He was better the year before. He had a big rushing game, maybe in his Rose Bowl, but just like there was really no buzz. You had Tua go before him and someone else? Um, I'm drawing a blank too, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know either. But like Herbert was a little bit soft going into – rookie draft season and how'd you do i mean he was just not a pick that people were impressed with when you were drafting like it just whoa whoa you know didn't uh didn't seem like a good idea then i mean who's had a first two years in the league better nobody nobody right than justin herbert so it was kind of like in retrospect it's obvious but at the time, we avoided him. And just, you know, is Kenny Pickett Justin Herbert? Probably not. But be careful. If you buy into the group think too much and feel like he's going to be bad, he's going to be bad, he's the only quarterback in this draft with any sort of clout with his own team. So give him his respect. Where does he go in the first round? Seven? That's... That's so low, though, <laughs> for a I super know, I know. for a super flex rookie startup. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it. You're 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 probably right, and, and I think it depends on what the what you need. Like, you know, I've got some. I mean, generally in super flex, I I'm the guy who's smashing quarterback early. But um, if you need a, if you need a Q, QB, you know, either you could take him or you could just trade out of it and hope to get one of those guys next year. Um, because like you said, it's so hard, man. Once the, once you get out of the, uh, the initial draft, uh, for, for, for dynasty and super flex, no one's given up those quarterback. No one's given up those, those quarterbacks. I mean, so yeah, it's one Oh six. Yeah. You're pr- probably right. Do, do you think, well, I think it depends on what you think, uh, the Steelers, do you think he starts the, this year? What's, what's the over under on games for Pickett the, this year for the Steelers? Four, four. They're going. They should want to get him on the field. They should be pretty bad. And if Trubisky is good, they should flip him. Like they should just get out of that 
if he's good in the first four weeks. I think they could think Trubisky should start the season, but you know that does not have to happen. Joe Burrow, by the way, was the one hundred and one. That's I knew there was somebody else at the top. Oh, yeah, Burrow, yeah, and then yeah. Tua and Herbert. Um, I mean, he should play. Most first round quarterbacks play. Yeah, maybe they take the sort of the the macro look at the year and feel like. They got him early, but he doesn't have to be sort of looked at as a first-round prospect. They're going to pay him like a first-round pick. He's from Pitt. If if they lose games because they just do, then there's a clamor to get him on the field. So, you know, maybe like Mayfield and Tyrod Taylor a little bit, where, you know, what are we doing? Uh, the Steelers are not the Browns. I mean, they were in the playoffs even last year, but I would think by week five, six, he's probably playing. That's my guess. Yeah, and if Trubisky, even if he gets hurt, you know, might have uh, might they might not have a choice. They might they might have to throw pick it in there. The other guys, Adam Willis, Ritter. What do you want to do in rookie drafts with anybody at quarterback except Pickett? Yeah, I you know I still want to give Willis a shot. Um, I think he went to a good spot. Honestly, you know a team that un- that understands. You know the value of play action that understands the value of, of you know using getting the ball into the hands of the right player. I mean, you know the coaching staff didn't look happy when they traded away AJ Brown. You know for <laughs> Traylon Burks, he wow. didn't look happy. You know, and then he looked happy a little bit more happy when they took Malik Willis in the third round. Was it? I think. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, I think that he can sit behind Tannehill. Tannehill's not going to help him. He's already said that. Not that he should. Not, not that he should. But he can sit, sit and learn behind Tannehill, who, who he's kind of Malik Willis is kind of light. You know, he's, you know, he's got a Willis has has that big arm. He's got F, athleticism. Tannehill was a receiver. Um, you know, so he can right. learn something. He can learn something from watching from watching Tannehill. And, and they're not going to put him in a bad bad position. They're gonna, like I said, use that play action, hand the ball off. Um, not that it, that's great for fantasy, but um, but I think I I want I want to give all that to say I want to give Willis a shot. And here's my here was my whole thing. I'm gonna always circle back to to, to Josh Allen. Josh Allen was a project quarterback, a developmental quarterback that nobody wanted to give a chance to develop. Let Malik Willis develop. Let him give him a year. Give him two years. He needs to develop. He needs to get out there. Um, and then and then then we'll see. I've never asked you this. So the Steelers are the better comp for this than Tennessee. When do you think the Bills wanted to put Allen in? Because what happened was yeah. they they, just, they decided that the preseason was important and a competition between three <laughs> quarterbacks, Allen, Nathan Peterman, and A.J. McCarron. <laughs> Peterman had the best preseason. It's laughable, I know, right? All the think about all the credit the Bills got. This happened, so they had a competition, and Peterman won yep. week one starter. What they should have been thinking about, and I'll say maybe will, was when do we want Allen to go in because he is exponentially more important to the organization than not only Nathan Peterman but anybody else who works there. Yeah, at that point. So yep. the number one decision in the organization should have been, and maybe was, when does he go in? So we don't know that answer. What happened was Peterman started week one. They went to Baltimore. They were down 40 to nothing <laughs> at halftime. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. And they couldn't not put Allen in. He was the dress. They traded McCarron to the Bears, or he played a good against the, well against the Bears. They traded him to the Raiders. So Allen is the backup. He plays the second half and Peterman who had still like he, he had already had the worst game of all time for any quarterback in the league. This happens after that. Yeah. And Allen plays the second half against the Ravens and they're like, okay. So he starts week two against the chargers. They lose badly week three. They go to Minnesota. They're a 17 point underdog yeah. and win. And win. And he never comes out. Well, he got hurt. So he, Derek Anderson, he did come out. Because yeah. he got hurt. When do you think this is still the same? The, the original question. When do you think they would have wanted him to go in? Do you have an answer for this, or you just no. want my my opinion? Oh yeah, I don't. I, I don't know the answer to this question. I don't know the answer either. I mean, it's it's 
who knows? It, I'd have to go look at the schedule. Maybe there's a break and maybe there's a bye week five. And they're like, all right, he's going to go in after after that. But I mean, they wouldn't have had a choice. I mean, Peterman was so bad that like, I can't even imagine them. If he didn't get hurt against Baltimore, there's no way he starts week two, is there? I mean, so. But he didn't maybe, get hurt. But maybe A.J. McCarron. Uh, McCarron McCarron is traded in the preseason. At the end of the preseason, he had a good game in the last preseason game in Chicago. They dumped, they traded him, they flipped him. So Peterman gets the first game. He doesn't get hurt. He just they didn't get a first down. <laughs> so they can't go back to him. And they put Allen in in week two. They were never going to do that. You make this big deal about competition and you give the starting quarterback. They were in the playoffs the year before. They're like the Steelers. The I know. 17 Bills are the 21 Steelers. They're in the playoffs by stupid luck. One more team makes it in 2021, so they get in. And, you know, they, they did it. So what are you going to say? They draft later. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when they would have done it. I, I don't think coaches know. I don't think they know either. They're just – No, they don't. They should say it. They should admit it. Right. The, but they, they would have had an organizational plan because Allen was by far more important to them than Peterman was – but who knows? Did they scrap it because Peterman could not get a first down and they were going to lose 70 to nothing in week one against Maybe. the Ravens had he stayed in? Maybe. I, I mean, know. Malik, here's the thing. Tannehill's much better than any quarterback the Bills had, even, you know, Tyrod, like any of those. So, like, Tannehill's going to play. He's going to start. They're going to try to make the playoffs. Um, so Malik Willis, I don't think there's any plan to get Malik Willis on the field, maybe in garbage time or something, but there's no plan for, I don't think for Malik Willis to start th this year. And I don't think there should be, you know, so, um, let him learn, let him d develop. And, um, and then, I mean, I, listen, I, I understand that, that the best way to learn is by getting these quarterbacks out there. I get it, but you're not going to start in a third round quarterback over Ryan Tannehill when you think you're trying to compete for the playoffs. So, I, um, I agree. I agree. Neutral situation with, in terms of your roster, you're ready to consider one of the quarterbacks in a rookie draft and Pickett is already gone because he's, you know, first round pick. Who yeah. is your second quarterback taken? Is it Willis? Is it Desmond Ritter behind Mariota in Atlanta? Is it Matt Corral behind Darnold in Carolina or even maybe Sam Howell in Washington? Who's your quarterback two in a rookie draft? Yeah, it's 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 Malik Willis, and I'm just gonna give him a red shirt year. I mean, you're probably giving all these guys a red shirt year, except for maybe I don't know. Ritter and Corral have a have a good chance to start a lot of games th th this year. But, I agree. I agree. But but they're probably not very good, and they might not even have any trade value. I mean, if Ritter and Corral play and they, they don't look good, Willis is gonna have more trade value for you if he if he doesn't play a snap. Good than, point. Than Ritter and and Corral have so and i just think malik willis has is is more is more talented than, than those guys so um i would go with willis i would put him in you know not plan on ever using him this year and um and just go go from there that's a very good point think of trey lance right now yeah people are still hot for him he played two games but you almost still don't know what he is and willis in a year might seem you know you get the right reports you know Mahomes didn't play that first year he was different situation for many reasons but you did have the reports like this guy's amazing in practice the late Therese Paler I remember talking to him in August that year like you got to see this guy <laughs> and yeah if Willis can sort of you know athletic actually that might be really important you know athletically he's excellent so if the whole scene in Tennessee is kind of negative like Tannehill's being phased out. His comments about not mentoring Willis sound like Joe Flacco in Baltimore to me after they drafted Jackson. Like, I'm not here for that. You know, they couldn't wait for him to get hurt. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that could be Tannehill. And whether if Willis doesn't play, his value in a year could be very interesting. That's a great point. All right. It's, it's interesting, too, real quick, to listen to, like, that uh, Taylor point is so good about how, like, you know – reading the tea leaves, like finding out what these, what these reporters are seeing and hearing um, about guys slinging the rock. Cause it's, you just can pick up these nuggets. Like I remember watching hard knocks was, it, I think it was last year. Not that this, uh, this matters now, but, um, and I forget Antonio Brown was there 
with the Raiders maybe that was two years ago. Yeah, it was hard knocks two, two years ago. Antonio Brown was there and he was talking to a receiver on the sidelines. And they were like, man, when Derek Carr came in as a rookie, he was humming the ball and we couldn't wait for him to start. I forget who the starter in uh, for the Raiders was mm-hmm. when um, when he was there, but he was just in, in the in the preseason was just slinging the ball. And there was a receiver there talking to to Taylor or talking to Antonio Brown going, man, like we couldn't, we saw it. We were just waiting for the coaches to put him in. And then finally when the coaches put him in, everyone was revived and ready to go. I think he actually, I think he beat the bills his rookie year. Uh, maybe <laughs> one of his first few starts, but um, I remember watching that game, but yeah, so it's just kind of learning that stuff and, and kind of following what everyone's saying about these quarterbacks. A lot of times you can, you can kind of get, get ahead of the game. Yeah, I'm looking that up now. So Carr is the 14 draft, which is Sammy Watkins, Clowney, the 14 Raiders. Let me see. Ooh. Carr Carr played. I mean, they went 3-13, and but I think he played. Okay, so they must have put him in in like a preseason game and he was just – Maybe. Who was the who was the receiver? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Who was the receiver that went from the Packers to the Raiders and had a bunch of touchdowns for for, for the uh, Jones? I don't even know. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, James Jones. James Jones. James Jones was the one talking to okay. to Antonio Brown, talking about how how great he was, how great Carr was. But wow, good stuff. Great stuff. All right, so. Um... Give me something on Antonio Gibson. Mm. How bad is that? Buy, sell, hold. You can't sell. I know. I just, he's, you know, he's been in the league two years. He's 23. He's 23. He's good. He's good. He's six foot, 228, and ran a 43940. Like, and he's proven and he's good. And I don't know. There were the reports come out that, that they're going to be what this is going to be a, a Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. Uh, you know, back Jonathan Stewart and who, who D'Angelo else? Williams, D'Angelo Williams with him uh, and the rookie out of Alabama, you know, Robinson. I'm just, disgu- I'm disgusted because they also have another running, you know, they also have um, McKissick, yep. McKissick who could have been in Buffalo. Um, but yeah, but Brian Robinson, it's like, Man, I just don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Even if they think it's true, like if Brian Robbins is just running into the butt end of his own lineman and not going anywhere, are they really not gonna play Gibson? You know, listen, if they want to take the problem is if they would take McKissick out of the picture and make, you know, Gibson their their pass catching specialist and their third down back and their goal line back, like, okay, great. I'm all in for for, for that. But who knows what they're gonna do? And isn't this the same coaching staff? That when they came in, when Ron Vera came in, he goes, oh, yeah, we're, you know, I could see Antonio or uh, I could see Gibson being in that CMC role that we had in Carolina. Didn't, didn't yes. he say that too? DCMC. So like, I don't believe it. And I'm going to buy the dip, baby. I'm buying the dip. I took him in the late fourth in a FFPC best ball tournament draft yesterday. Took him in the late fourth as my RB2. I was more than happy to to do that. I kind of got picked on a little bit, but I took him as RB nineteen. <laughs> I mean, if if he plays all season, he's going to be better than RB nineteen or at least RB nineteen. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think? Well, that's about where he goes. Mojo has him at eighteen in the best ball drafts. Um, you can't sell him. No, because there's too much suspicion. Right, I Buy think I think that's fine. I think Robinson though was drafted. I think you have to ride it out. I'm not in a big hurry to trade for Antonio Gibson. I don't think there's really enough to to go with that that should pay off for you. Um, I think if I had him on a team, which I do, because I drafted him a lot when he was a rookie, that you just sort of see what happens. Um, if somebody's excited about him take advantage, but no one is right. Except for people who like his game, you know, that's the, that's the running back life. <laughs> yeah. That's the running back life right now. You know, it's just, some of these guys are good, but they're stuck on the wrong team or I don't know. They must give off some reason. Otherwise it's just incompetence, which is very likely. 
they must give off some <laughs> some reason that they that, that so they're not as good as we think they should be. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I it's 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 disappointing. But again, buy buy, buy the dip now because, uh, and we may not know the results of this of this until the season starts or until we get into it. But I I just. He's just so much. He's just going to be so much better than everything else that they have there, and he's so good. And I just hope, just hope that talent kind of rides rides out there. And uh, I think I think it will. I mean, there's nothing else to really say. You just kind of got in dynasty. I would I would be looking to buy cheap. You know, hey, uh, so you got Antonio Gibson? Did you hear about the news? Blah blah blah. Uh, I'll take him off your hands for nothing. So he's not ahead. he's not going for nothing though. Like you you still you can't. You can't take them unless somebody's drunk. You can't take them <laughs> off a roster. Like it's it's tricky right now. Louis G. Louis G. Will take him off your hands. He's usually. I traded him Gibson a couple times. Inebriated when he's making trades. So. Oh, that is a shot right there. <laughs> he said not, it, not me. Nice. He said it. All right, let's spin the wheel. Okay. So what I want to oh, do man. here is. What is that? Land on one last discussion point. Okay. And we will decide whether it will be a running back or a wide receiver when I go spin the wheel of names. Is anybody in Dynasty land not using the wheel of names for some purpose, draft order, just some sort of dumb thing, you know, a lottery? Just know about the wheel of names. This is wheelofnames.com. You will see how easy it is. Any child, in fact, whose kids don't know more about how to use the computer than, <laughs> than us? All you have to do, four words, Adam, tap to spin. So we will do that right now. Four we'll see words. Which will, we, which will we be talking about tonight? Is uh, This is a good spin. It's going to be wide receiver. Okay, I'm excited. I've never heard of the wheel of names. Wide receiver. Know. But you know, the obvious question now is like, what do you mean? Wide receiver. What what is that even about? What does that even mean? I don't what, even know what it means. What I've, I've does it mean so. to be talking about wide receiver? Well, I will tell you in a moment exactly what that means, Adam. And that means we are going to spin the wheel of names again. Oh my god. Hold on, I'll bring it back up. And find a team to talk about wide receivers. So we will do this every Ooh, week. I like this. And discuss a team at random. Why prep when you can just spin the the wheel of names? That's so right. Here we go. Spin to spin. All the teams are listed. I decided to even include Tennessee because I didn't want to be rude. All I'm right, tapping the screen. It's not. It's not. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Very excited about this. Oh, okay. Oh, That's not what, terrible. Really? That's not terrible. Washington. That's your favorite stinking spot to talk receivers to. All right. We are going to talk about Washington wide receivers for five minutes and then end the thing. I All love right. it. McLaurin. Yes. What, what do you want to do with him? You want to go get him? You don't want to dump no. him? What do you want to do with Terry McLaurin? I want to hold him i get i want to hold him until he goes to a different team that's what i want to do i want to hold him until he goes somewhere else on a second contract or until he and he's trying to get out of there right already not not already he's been there a couple of years but uh i want to hold him until he goes to a different team or until they bring in a quarterback that's that's worth anything so it'll probably be me me holding him and i think he's obviously very talented he's only just 26 Oh, he's actually bigger than I thought. He's six feet. I thought he was a little shorter than that, but he's out of Ohio State, so you know he's good. He's super good. Super good. So, yeah, I'm holding him. I'm not – I mean, could you try to trade for him? I guess. I, mean, I don't really know. Uh, he's probably – I don't even know what the asking price would be for, for, for him right now. But I, I think he's a buy, but there are so many more good young receivers coming in. We have another wave of them here with this draft. You don't want to have to give up too much, but – you know, McLaurin, DJ Moore, these guys who are on the wrong teams, but you know there's a lot – There's they're even productive. I mean, Moore is, is super productive without even scoring touchdowns. Right. Kind of a, on a different level. But I think there is potential for Wentz and McLaurin to click. 
with Wentz being sort of a down the field passer and with what McLaurin is, I, I, I'm very high on him this year relative really? to the rest of the room. Yeah. I, I want to have McLaurin. <laughs> Veronica Corningstone. I, his ADP is, <laughs> his ADP is at the five, the five one for, for redraft uh, dynasty. I'm not sure what it, what his ADP is, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's a guy I'm going to have to look at. I mean, he's, he's been fading as far as like last year and the year before, he's been dropping down. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to buy him in these startups, now would be the time for, for sure. And it's probably now probably is the time because it's only going to go up from here. Maybe not in 2022, but um, I think he's somewhere new in 2023. He's only 26, 27. I think he could definitely still, still have a great second half. Send me your Terry McLaurin trade offers. I'll take them. Uh, you know, in most situations, then you have Dotson. We, while we're talking about Washington, we spun the wheel twice and we ended up on Washington wide receivers. We're not, we just did Gibson, but now we're on wide receiver. So Dotson was a mid first round pick. Curtis Samuel has been super good, but he's kind of buried now. I know. Oh, it's terrible. And then who knows if he's free in your, uh, in your draft, then yes. Then Diami Brown and who's who's more buried, Samuel or Diami Brown? I don't know. It's 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 not a good organization, so you should probably expect the worst. Yeah, I mean Jahan Dotson, I didn't like him. Not that that matters, I, you know. And I think that they took. I just can't believe that they the the Commanders moved. Did they trade up to take Dotson there too? Yeah, I feel like they did. Like, right? Yeah, man, I just feel like they have like. What's the ceiling for Jahan Dotson? I mean, you've already got it. It's Terry ter- McLaurin. Like, right. you already have that type of, of of receiver. Like, why would you? I don't know. Maybe because they're planning on on McLaurin leaving. That that, that that's probably what it is. Well, um, that's right. And there was a little bit of noise about that. AJ Brown. There was a little bit of noise, and AJ Brown got moved. That so yeah. maybe Absolutely. Washington had some thought of doing that or not, but that was a trade with the saints. There you uh, go. To Who ended up getting a lot of anyways, but before that, but yeah, the right. Redskins. I mean, no, so the red, the, the commanders, I mean, it's just an ugly, it's an ugly situation. I mean, maybe it's something where you can attack it in like a best ball where you take, you know, you take your Tara McLaurin in the fifth and then you can get the rest of them for free at the end. And someone's got to catch 20 touchdown passes from Carson Wentz. So uh, you'll have all of them. But uh, but it, but but it, but in Dynasty, I'm not buying any of those guys except for McLaurin, and that's because I think he's leaving. I would love to have a new coach there, just to see like is Diami Brown actually not usable, or right. are we doing it wrong? Is Curtis Samuel like they spent real money on him, right? But he got hurt. They're drafting Dotson anyway. It's, it's not a surprise that Washington went receiver in the first round they were expected to this is way too much washington content let's end the show i have two or three washington minis but it's the old logo and so i have not uh brought them out are they are they they not showable of course i mean i i think they are they are they signed by mark rippon is is that who signed them rippon riggins there you go and they won three Doug Williams. Green. Doug Williams. Doug Williams. But you can't show the logo. Like they're out there going that Charlie Taylor, Hall of Famer Charlie Taylor, played for the Commanders. Like he never played for the Commanders. What? But that's, that's how they good. do it. Like all the great Cleveland players in baseball played for the Guardians. The Cy Guardians. Young. Apparently, Cy Young pitched for the Guardians or, you know, yeah. Aparicio or whoever, Calavito. They all played for the Guardians because that's what we do. We re- replace the whole thing. What is well, a guardian? I don't even. Is it like a like a parent, like someone who is in charge yeah. of a child? Is yes. that a guardian? When you fill out your child's field trip form, <laughs> you have to include the name of a guardian. So they have a statue. Guardian is like a Cleveland word. They have a statue. They have statues on a bridge, and so um, it's just what m- mothers making filling out pa- paperwork for their children. No, is that that's what it not is? the statue. No, no. <laughs> I'll uh, let you go so you can go Google that. Uh, this has been the Deep End Dynasty for this week. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Thanks for watching. Send any questions to Adam and me at, at Deep End FF1. 
on Twitter. And at some point, Adam will tell you how you can buy these high-end, deep-end Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll post something. As soon as I get my gear in, I'll post, I'll post a link and we'll talk, we'll talk all about it. We will be wearing these at the Expo. We will, apparently. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. At least once. That's right. Of course. I'm not, you know, going to do laundry in Canton, Ohio hotels. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing laundry no, in Canton, no, Ohio. Not at all. Never, ever. Thanks, everybody. See you Tuesday. Deep end, high stakes. And then Dynasty on Thursday nights. Have a good weekend. See you guys.